Alright guys, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You already know how it is. Spoiler alert. Listen, probably one of the best westerns ever created. Tombstone, December 1993. Starring Val Kilmer, Kurt Russell, Sam Elliott, Bill Paxton, Powers Booth. I'm telling you, the movie is phenomenal. And I'm not even going to argue with you. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen it, you need to see it. So, the best, okay? I'm not arguing with you. Matter of fact, if you wanted to argue, I would smash the whole argument with five words. Val Kilmer as Doc Holliday. Done. Argument over. He made the whole movie. Matter of fact, three more words. I'm your Huckleberry. Okay? I'm your Huckleberry. Matter of fact, four more words. You ain't no Daisy. You ain't no Daisy. What I loved about Doc Holliday's character in the movie was his reputation. Before he showed up on the scene, before he pulled a gun, before he dealt a hand of cards, people knew who he was. People knew what to expect out of him. And I'm going to tell you about his reputation by telling you about two other characters. It's called The Tale of Two Johnnies. First, at the beginning of the film, um, Wyatt Earp and his brother show up in a new city and they enter this saloon trying to actually you know, make a name for themselves. They were trying to start business. So they enter this saloon and they talk to the bartender and um, the bartender wants to sell them a piece of the, of the joint, but he has an issue with this guy named Johnny Tyler. And so Wyatt does his thing being a, the, the tough guy he is. He goes up, smacks up this Johnny Tyler dude, sends him on his way. And so what ends up happening is Johnny Tyler, I'm talking about, this is like, I don't know, five Six minutes into the movie, Johnny Tyler is so mad that he pulls a shotgun and he comes running down the street trying to get um, Wyatt. About, I'm talking about trying to get him. He was trying to kill this man and he was on his way. Wyatt wasn't even paying attention. This dude rolls up with a shotgun, get ready to kill him. And Doc Holliday out of nowhere shouts Johnny's name. He says, Johnny Tyler. And Johnny freezes up like an alligator in a snowstorm. I'm, I am not playing his butthole tightens up so quick when he hears Doc's voice he goes uh, Doc I didn't know you was in town and and Doc just kind of addresses him like hey how you doing and him and his friend Wyatt Earp literally have a conversation in front of this man like he's not even standing there I'm talking about they treat him like the little kid at the end of church when your parents is talking and the kid is just standing there trying to trying to go home I want to go home, I want to eat dinner, I'm hungry, and they're just ignoring him like he's not even standing there. But the dude has a gun, and the dude is getting ready to, to kill Wyatt Earp, and they literally have a conversation like he's not even standing there. After they're finished exchanging ple pleasantries, they just kindly ask him to walk away, like, excuse yourself, grown folks is talking. It's terrible, but that's the kind of stuff that Doc Holliday did. The other Johnny let's talk about. Johnny Ringo in the movie there's a gang called the Cowboys and they are like just vicious cold-blooded killers they out here in the west murdering people for no reason taking what they want just doing whatever and Johnny Ringo is like the lieutenant in the cowboy gang so this guy is like one of the hires up he is crazy all the other cowboys know he's crazy he's a drunk he's uh, 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 an efficient killer. He's a he's a, uh, a pistolier. He's a gunman, and this dude was so nuts that even his boys knew he was nuts and could attest to the fact that he was nuts. So 
this crazy dude encounters Doc Holliday and all of that cold-blooded killer, all of that gangster goes clean out of him when Doc shows up. So what happens in the movie, and this is toward the end of the film, Johnny, uh, he calls Wyatt out for a one-on-one -on -one gunfight. And Wyatt's like, all right, let's do it. So they get to the spot and Johnny's waiting on him, but Doc Holliday shows up instead of Wyatt. Doc Holliday gets there before Wyatt. And when Johnny sees Doc, he just falls to pieces. I'm talking about, you can see the fear in his eyes. You can hear the fear in his voice. This man is terrified of what Doc is about to do to him. Like his heart literally comes up out of his chest and out of his mouth, jumps down and runs away. Like this dude is so terrified. And, and Doc just straight embarrasses him and disrespects him. And the point is, Doc Holliday's reputation preceded him in both of those situations before Doc pulled his gun, before Doc said a word, his reputation preceded him. And these two people were terrified of him just off the steam of his name. So when he actually showed up, they were like, oh my God, what do I do? So I need to ask you guys a question. What does your reputation say about you? Welcome to the edge, folks. Let's get sharp. how you doing tonight i just wanted to take a moment and introduce myself for people that might be tuning in for the first time to this podcast my name is michael Leroy savage and i am a speaker and a certified personal life coach my purpose is to teach train motivate mentor equip and empower to speak into the souls of young men and women their true purpose and true identity and to prepare them to take dominion in the area of that purpose Growing up, I've heard so many phenomenal preachers, so many phenomenal motivational speakers. I've read dope books on how to better yourself, but for some reason, it wasn't the information um, that wasn't that wasn't good. It was the how. I lacked a plan in order to better myself, and so that's basically what I help people do through my platform of speaking and coaching. Listen, this podcast is only one tool in my arsenal. You can follow me on all my social medias if you're really digging the content. Um, I'm on Facebook at Savage Lifestyle Solutions, all one word. I'm on Instagram at Savage Life underscore Solutions. Consider following me. Get content on a regular basis. Um, also, consider booking me and speaking at your next event. You can hit me up on my email address. is Savage Lifestyle Solutions at gmail.com. Um, I'm open to travel. I'm open to uh, to speaking and helping wherever the Lord leads me. I like to say I have truth and I will travel. And I look forward to seeing you guys soon. Love you. Welcome back to The Edge, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in again. My apologies for such the, the long wait for the next episode, but here we go. Listen, we're talking about your reputation today. What does your reputation say about you? Um, a lot of times in business, people like to focus on that initial introduction, that first impression, if you will. But 
as I was thinking about uh, this topic today, sometimes the first impression isn't even the first impression. By the time you meet somebody, by the time you actually introduce yourself, shake hands with them, they've already heard something about you. They already know a little bit about you. Um, Sometimes it's through a a relationship that they might have with somebody you used to know or somebody you used to work with. Um, uh, Your resume, if you were, if you will, in a um, in a business setting, you send your resume in before you even get to meet this person. So they already know a little bit about you. That is, in essence, your reputation. That is your character on a piece of paper that you're handing to this potential employee uh, employer. Um, so that you can uh, get a job, so you can start a working relationship with them. So a lot of times, that first impression can be a second or a third impression. All right, let me slow down a little bit. What is a reputation? Your reputation is a widespread belief that someone or something has a particular habit or characteristic. That's just a definition of word. Another definition, recognition by other people of some characteristic or ability. We were talking about Doc Holliday in the introduction. Again, Tombstone, dope movie. If you haven't seen it, go ahead and uh, look that up, okay? It ain't gonna do nothing but make your life better, okay? You're welcome. But Doc Holliday, as a character, his reputation preceded him. Before he pulled his gun, before he spoke a word to you, before he was dealt a hand of cards, before anything went down with Doc Holliday, by the time you encountered him, by the time you met him for the first time, you had already heard about him. You already knew who he was, and you hearing about him elicited a certain response from you when that man showed up, okay? So most of the time, it was fear. Sometimes it was respect, though. And this is what I want to really impress upon you that, and this is my first point, that your reputation matters. A lot of people nowadays, they like to talk about, don't worry about what people think. Don't worry about what people say. You know, be who you are, do who you are. And I agree with that to a certain extent. But you need to understand that what people have to say about you matters. It can hurt you in the long run. It can help you in the long run. It can cause issues. Um... It can cause issues in your future. Let's look at it like this. If you're in a relationship with somebody, you and this person go way back for years. This person knows you like the back of their hand. Y'all grew up together. Or or, or maybe you're in a relationship like, like a romantic relationship. This is your girl. This is your man. This is your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. This is your wife, your husband, whatever. And this person knows you so well, right? But if a third party a brother, a cousin, a best friend, a mother-in-law steps into the situation and says something to you about your significant other, whether it's right or wrong, whether it's true or false, usually an investigation happens and usually you and your partner have to have a conversation. At the very least, you're going to have a conversation about what this person said. And, you know, and it might be dismissed depending upon how tight your relationship is, or it might be it might elicit further questions. You might have to go uh, a little bit further into it. But anyway, regardless if it's true or not, regardless if the problem is small or big, it may potentially cause an issue in your relationship. So it does matter what people say about you. It does matter um, what people think about you. It does matter what your uh, overall reputation is in this world, especially when it comes to the business world. That's something that I had to learn uh, personally 
firsthand that it matters what people have to say about you. Um, because my really, my uh, my reputation was pretty good on my job, you know? Um, I had a reputation of being a, a good leader, a phenomenal speaker, uh, um, um, a dedicated employee. And for a little while, you know, that wasn't the person I was. I was angry at my job. I was frustrated. I really wanted to quit and I was behaving just like that. And so when people would actually meet me, they were like, I heard this about you. I heard this good thing about you. I heard this good thing about you. I heard this good thing about you, but that's just not what I'm seeing. And it held me back from getting promotions. It held me back from getting recognized as I was moving forward in my career. So I had to make that shift and, and make that change because what people said about me, how people viewed me, you know, it mattered, okay? It could make and break you in certain situations how people say what people say about you, okay? Now hear me out. Don't just cut it off now, okay? I need you to listen to this message all the way through because there's some good stuff coming later. What you need to remember is, okay, I'm not telling you that you need to shift or change or, or be fake just to improve your public standing, just to improve how people think about you. The most important thing you can be is real and consistent. Those are the most important thing. You Be authentic to the person that you are. Don't shift and don't change due to popular opinion. But just understand that who you are your, that reputation is going to precede you. If you want to be known as mean and nasty, then go ahead and be mean and nasty. If that's really who you are, be real and be consistent, okay? Because at least people will know what to expect. You know what I'm saying? Even if they don't like you, they can respect your consistency and they can respect you because you're authentic, okay? So just keep that in mind. I need you to understand that, one, your reputation matters. And that the, the best thing you can do for yourself, the best thing you can do for your rep is to be real and to be consistent. Okay. My next point, and this is where it kind of comes all together, is this. Your reputation is determined by what you do, not what people say about you. Let that sink in. Your reputation is determined by what you do not what people say about you. So yes, your reputation matters, but you are in full control of your reputation. Yes, it matters what people think about you, but you are in full control of what people think about you. People can talk all the mess they want. People can lie on you if they want to. People can bring up the past. People can say this. People can say that. Even if what they're saying is true, you need to understand this, that your actions will always speak louder than their words. Your actions will always speak louder than your words, even if what they're saying is true about you. Well, when I knew him 10 years ago, five years ago, he was like this and he was like that. And you know, people don't change and dit, 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 whatever they have to say about you upon meeting you, upon getting to know you. If the way you are, if your actions tell a different story, then that person is going to experience a different person and they're going to be able to tell you, you know what? When I first met you, I heard this, 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 and this about you. But now having to get to know you over these last couple months, over these last couple years, you are nothing like the person they told me about. So your reputation can shift. Your reputation can turn if you decide to change it. If you decide to, to turn in a different direction and move 
uh, uh, somewhere else, then that's the way your reputation will go. Point blank, period. I need you to understand that your reputation is not determined by what they say about you. It is, however, determined by what you do. So listen, how do you shift your reputation? How do you change the narrative about you? People might know you as, let's say, mm, used to lie a lot. Used to treat girls bad. Used to be a liar. Used to be a dog. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Okay? Matter of fact, you know what? Let's run it back just a second. Let's just say people know you as a flake and a liar. You say you're going to go somewhere. You don't be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll meet y'all tonight. You don't show up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll beat you. I'll be there in 10 minutes. You don't show up. You know what I'm saying? That's who you're known as. People don't invite you places because they know you're not going to show up. Listen, you want to be a man of your word. You need to understand that your words have power. What you say is effective, okay? So if you want to change that narrative about you, you want to be a man of your word, you want people to trust you that when you say you're going to be somewhere, that's where you're going to be. How, how do you change that? It's easy. Listen, okay, here it is. First, when people ask you or invite you somewhere, you say either yes or you say no. Ain't no on my mother's grave, my hand to the Lord, on baby, on my child. On, listen, ain't no need for all of that. Just yet, let your yes mean yes and let your no mean no. If you really don't want to go, just tell them no. I don't want to go. If you really do want to go, say yeah. But here's the other part. There's two parts to it. First of all, when they ask you, you got to answer truthfully, okay? So if they invite you somewhere and you really want to be there, say yes, I'll be there. Here's the second part, all right? And here's the part that a lot of people miss. Show up, <laughs> right? They invited you. You said, yes, you'd be there be there. Boom. And that's it. And if you do that consistently, then you will change the narrative about you. You will change your reputation. Now, here's some stuff to look out for. Because if you got friends, like I got friends, they are going to clown you. And you're going to have to like kind of let that stuff roll off. You know what I'm saying? And keep pushing forward. So, you know what I'm saying? They invite you out. You say, yes, I'll be there. Yes, I'm going to be there. Yes, I'll be there at this time, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then you show up. They go and clown you. They're, oh, wow. Who are you? And what did you do with my friend? Oh, wow. Look who decided to show up. Wow. You said you would be here at five. It's 445. Who are you? We don't know who you are anymore. They go and clown you. That's that's fine. But listen, if you continue to be a man or a woman of your word consistently, all that clowning is going to stop. Then the reputation is going to turn to, I remember you used to be like this. I remember you used to be like that. And then the new reputation is going to kick in. And then eventually people are not even going to remember that. The people that meet you from that point forward are going to know you as the person who you've established, as the person who you want to be. Okay? I'm getting kind of off. We're still talking about reputation. Okay? So... What is the greatest example of your reputation preceding you? Hmm, let me think. Hmm, I don't know. Let's talk about Jesus. Okay, I was born and raised in the church. My parents are pastors. I've been preaching and speaking since I was 19 years old. Let's just go there. Okay, so if you take Jesus as an example of your reputation 
preceding you, your reputation, getting somewhere before you even show up. There's a particular situation in the Bible where a centurion, a soldier, shows up and asks Jesus to heal his servant. Jesus is like, all right, yeah, I'll heal the guy. I'm on the way. The centurion stops him because the centurion has heard about who this man is. And he says, listen, I'm not worthy to have you in my house. But what I do know is this. I am a man under authority. That means there are people above me that get to command me and tell me what to do and where to go. And I have soldiers and I have troops under me. So if I tell somebody, go over here, they'll go. If I tell somebody to come, they'll come. So if you speak a word, then I'll trust that it's done. So all you got to do is speak a word and I know my servant will be healed. Jesus was shocked at homeboy's faith, spoke the word, his servant was healed. He was able to make that distinction about Jesus because his reputation preceded him. He had heard about him before the fact. Here's another situation. Another story is a woman with an issue of blood. Jesus was actually on his way to heal somebody else. And this woman thought in her head, listen, I've had this issue. I've had this disease or whatever it was for 12 years. But I know if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I'll be healed. His reputation preceded him as a healer. And she knew that if I can just make it over to this man and touch the hem of his garment, I'll be all right. There's another story where this dude, right, possessed by a whole bunch of demons. He basically had super strength. He was crazy. He was running around in a cemetery doing whatever he wanted. Even if the people did get the opportunity to catch him and throw him in chains, he was so strong, he would just break the chains and run off again anyway. The dude was nuts, he was demon-possessed, and he was super strong. Wasn't nothing they could do with him. Jesus shows up on the scene, and here it is. Without saying a word to this person, without walking up on this person, without even being near this person, he pulls up in his little boat, Jesus steps on the shore, and the dude comes running out to where Jesus is and presents himself and says, please don't hurt me. What kind of reputation do you have to have for somebody in that situation to come to you and say, hey, don't hurt me? That's crazy. Final story. OK, and then we're going to move on. John the Baptist, he's been arrested, he's on death row. He's getting ready to die. He sends his disciples, his people over to Jesus to ask him one question. Are you the Messiah? Are you the one that the Bible has been prophesying about? Are you this guy that's supposed to save the people of Israel? Are you the one that I was in the wilderness preaching about? Are you the one that I'm talking about? Make the way straight for you to come. Are you that guy? Jesus doesn't say, yeah, that's me. Go on, rest easy, cousin. He said, the gospel is preached. Sick people are healed. Like all of the signs, all of the reputation that the prophets were talking about. They were talking about me. All of that stuff is happening. Don't even take my word for it. Just look at the signs. Look at the actions that are happening. And I need you guys to look at your actions. I need you to look at the things that you do on a regular basis and think about the reputation of the name that you're making for yourself. Because it matters. It matters what people think. It matters what people have to say about you. It matters how you treat people. It matters the actions and the decisions that you make every single day. 
it matters. And people were living in a world where it's kind of like shirk popular opinion. It doesn't matter what this person says. It doesn't matter what these people think. I'm going to do me. And you are literally shooting yourself in the foot. You're losing so many opportunities because you're not presenting yourself in a light where your reputation can go ahead of you and set something up for you and set you up for an opportunity. You have the reputation of what? Being a flake? You have the reputation of what? Being a liar? You have the reputation of mistreating people? You have the reputation of, you know, sleeping around? Whatever the case may be, and people's opinion of you is really just kind of painting this picture that's got you losing in life, that's got you losing opportunities, and you can be doing so much better. And I need you to understand that you have full control over your reputation. You have full control over what happens next in your life or what takes place next in your life. And it is simply you making better decisions and taking better actions. And when people see you taking better actions, you'll change the narrative and you will change your reputation. That's it. I love you guys and I'll see you on the next episode. Hey guys, final thoughts. I need you guys to do me a favor. I need you to think. Sometimes I think this world is literally designed for you not to think. If you watch a certain movie on Netflix, they will give you 10 other movies that are just like that so you don't have to think about making the decision. If you search something on the, on the internet, they'll give you every option imaginable. But then the next time you turn on your search engine, they'll give you things that are associated with that thing you searched the day before. So you don't have to think like everything is designed to kind of get information from you so that they can think for you, so that they can bring things to you that you might want or you might need. And that is such nonsense sometimes. So I think you guys, huh, I think you guys, I would love for you guys. I truly, truly encourage you guys to just stop for a minute. Turn the TV off, turn your socials off, turn your phone off and just think, sit by yourself, maybe put some soft music on, get a pen, get a piece of paper and just think, listen, you might have an idea that'll change your whole life in that 20 minutes. You might actually realize that some of the garbage this world is trying to feed you is, I don't know, garbage. Listen. You might fall asleep and get some of the best rest you ever had in your life. Either way, it's better than just accepting the nonsense that they keep trying to feed you. Listen, you might be able to pray and be able to get um, some information from God that you never heard before. Just take that time. Take a moment to think. I love you guys.